Welcome back to another exciting, action-packed, and excellent episode of the Flux to Post podcast. I am Jason Lazy, and I am joined with me by my friend and co-host and all-around nice guy, Lucas oh. Rose. Hi. Thank you. I, Hello. I don't have anything nice to say about you. I'm sorry. Uh, hello, sir. You have a nice beard. How about uh, that? Thank you. On the docket today, we have IRL. We have What You Planned. We will have a Overclock Remix. We will have a Netflixation reminder with the results, if you didn't already see them on Twitter. Yes. And maybe a little community grab bag, and we will be done with the show. We are recording on Tuesday, the 6th of June, 2017. Lucas, you look puzzled. No, I was I was concentrating very hard on mixing, making sure that volume goes down oh, oh so smooth. Speaking of going down oh so smooth, I'm going to show you something that you probably will be like, what? Bring and here it. it is. Cranberry juice? No. So, in an unprecedented S- move. Skinny, skinny girl wine? <laughs> close. It is wine. I am drinking a red Moscato that was left here over the weekend. Um, oh, not my first choice. Stole, but stolen wine. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, not my first choice, but uh, I said to myself, well, Danette's probably not going to drink it. She still has beer and she still has some O-Run in the fridge. So I said, well, I'll just drink it for the podcast because otherwise it's just going to sit in the fridge and no one's going to drink it. Uh, well, in an unprecedented move, I'm drinking this. Uh, is that water that has flown down the ass crack of a giant oh <laughs> yes it's uh captain wetbeard's uh wetbeard splendor captain don't know, wetbeard don't know if you ever heard of it before but, that's the uh, most inside of jokes <laughs> man i if of all the things that i've lost and deleted over the years due to reformats and broken hard drives that's the one thing i always wish i could get back Long time. I guess I should. We should. We should explain for people that are unfamiliar. So many, many, many years ago, when I was an aspiring young scholar, and I thought I'm going to make something of myself and get a college degree, I was enrolled in. Well, it was. Was it two majors? Yeah. Well, kind of tech, not really, but sort of digital animation and game design program that was offered by one of the colleges here in Grand Rapids, and I had a music and technology course, which is actually really cool thinking back on it now. But you. Uh, you, it, I had a one particular assignment where you had to take, I had to take a song, I had to take a drum beat, and I had to um, sample that, and I had to rearrange it in order to make it original. So I, I had a drum beat that I, I had taken and um, chopped up, and but then we had to make a commercial. That was the main task here, and we, I think we used, um, we didn't use fruit. Was it? It wasn't Fruity Loops. What was? The, what's another popular? It's similar to Fruity Loops. I can't remember what another popular software would have been around that time, but you know, yeah, you know, we had a keyboard and everything. So um, I came up with it was bottled water, Captain Wetbeard's Wetbeard Splendor. So Lucas, yeah. I, I recruited Lucas to help out, and we recorded this little voiceover stuff where I, uh, you you played Captain Wetbeard, right? Yeah, I think, I think it did. did. You yeah. did Captain Wetbeard, and then you and I, you and I both did the little kid voices. And then I did the the announcer voiceover, and then I had I recorded a uh, bass guitar track for the only other music that went with it, and it, I I thought it turned out really well. I got an A on it, but so it must have done. But well, didn't wish, you have uh, a somebody comment who was like, "How did you get somebody to do all, like? How did you get all those people for those voices?" Oh gosh, I don't remember. I'd I'd like to assume that's what happened, but I I really think that I think one of your classmates was like. 
whoa, how did you get so many people to do those voices? And you were like, it was just me and my friend. <laughs> I don't think I could do Captain. I haven't done a like a yeah, me bottled yeah. water. Bottled water. That Captain Wetbeards. That's, that's pretty close to it. And it the thing is, what what did we have? We had um, I don't remember what we used. I think we just used our, a headset microphone at the time, Probably. so it wasn't so two and a half millimeter headset. And then you had a you had an adapter for an auxiliary cable into uh, the two and a half millimeter jack. Or three and a half millimeter jack, because you had. So I just recorded my guitar directly into my computer. Oh yes, that's right. Yes, I did. Ah, uh, so man, that that was funny. Didn't you do? You did the baseline to some, a Sonic game or something too? Didn't I you? took I took what was very much influence. Well, there's two parts. I had there was always like when you, you play guitar, like I did long enough. You always had like these same things you would play over and over when you're killing time or warming <laughs> up. And I always called it the one thing I always called was my beat. It was called the beach song. And it was oh. like, I don't know how many different notes it was, but it, I mean, I played it up on like the, you know, like the 18th fret or so. So it was really high. It was like a, way up on the neck. And so it was like a faster, it was like a slow, like a much, much slower tempo version of that, which like that was the initial song. So it kind of sounded like, um, what it always reminded me of is like, uh, like one of the infomercials you'd see on Run It Stimpy. Uh, <laughs> so oh, that yeah. music in the background. So that was that was what that was. But yeah, for the more up tempo part where I actually had the drums and everything, that was yeah, it was like a sonic remix from Overclock Remix. And I kind of took that bass part and kind of just re- I don't know. It was heavily influenced by that. It wasn't exact, but it I was gonna say was, I think you simplified it a little. It was bit definitely influenced. Loop. Yeah, but it was fun. Turned out good. Oh gosh, that. how did I even get? How do we even get on that tangent? Oh, because we're on with the water. Yeah, Ooh. the water. Captain, what? I can't. Well, mm. Yar. That I was it. Yar, mateys. I, I can't even. I don't think he said mateys. I think he just did the yar. Yar. Remember, you were gonna make a flash animation for it. I started to, yeah, because I had a guy. Uh, it was the beach, and there was a guy. Uh, you had like buried little in kids, sand. did, didn't you? Yeah, I little think. kids. Yep. That's as far uh, as that got, because much like everything we do, many flash just, animations. Lucas started. Never saw the light of day. Hey, animation on your own when you are drawing with a mouse, because in those times, yeah, you didn't even have a mouse. Yeah, it's not like you had a tablet or anything. No, now you just get a whole screen that basically you can draw on, and it's like, God, if I could afford one of those, Wacom power, thousands of dollars. Yeah, I have a, I have one of those, but uh, the much smaller one. But it's Mm. still the disconnect between like drawing on something, but seeing it appear on the screen is. Really hard to get used to. Like I know, I know many digital artists. Well, I don't know many digital artists. I know, <laughs> I know a few. A few there's a few, quite a few people in the my oldies Discord community that are all you know draw and stuff. And it's crazy when, or when you see people stream and just watch to, to watch like a Twitch stream of people drawing and just to see yeah. how, like how far that technology has come. Like I could never. It's like well, I can never draw anything anymore because to watch what they can do on a with a tablet on a computer, you know, it's insane. It's yeah. got to be so much easier because now you can, you know, you can get your your first initial sketches of a design, and then you can go over it again to kind of with the with like the ability to do layers and everything. You know, you can just it has to age tremendously and yeah, drying. Plus, you got all the different brushes, which is a huge thing. Pen pressure, which you know now Make sure you, can you use the right stroke. Oh, exactly, stroke pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have I have breaking news, Lucas. Uh, breaking for, news. For... Oh wait, wait, hold on. Breaking news. So I, I, you might have post seen this on Twitter for those in the know, but I'm a winner. 
because chicken dinner. Occasionally, occasionally we get these these little things in the mail from the car dealership with a key attached, oh, and yes. it says "scratch this off" and you could be a winner. And I'm like, Justin's like, I say this for you because I know you like to scratch it off. So I scratched it off, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I won. I do now because you told me. What did you tell them? What they've won? Uh, I won. What was the car I won? I, I, I guess I guess I get my choice. I get my choice of fifteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, who doesn't want? Who doesn't want fifteen k? Or right. I oh, oh, I won a 2017 Chevrolet Cruze LT. Wow! All I gotta do is go down to the dealership and claim my prize. Really? Now we actually nope. we we almost were gonna do it. Just so I was like, this is gonna be a good podcast. Feel like this yeah, would be a great sure. podcast story. We're gonna I do wish it. You but had. Aiden, you know, Aiden was finally sleeping and he's not been sleeping well lately, and. Um, but, I mean, I was convinced because, I mean, this is how this works. It's very much a type of bait-and-switch game to get people in the dealership so they can get your info and put some heavy sales tactics on you to get you to buy a car. But there's six there's six prizes here. A um, smartwatch, $1,000 in lottery ticket, scratch-off lottery tickets, a $250 Amazon gift card, a $500 prepaid visa, the prize I won, or a $500 gas card. Now there is an asterisk, of course, by all these prizes, and if you notice, right. the the odds of winning each prize is one in twenty thousand. Okay. So fairly horrible odds. But then if yeah. you notice, if you look at the lottery ticket section, there's two lines, and I'm sure this is the part people miss. Odds of winning a thousand dollars in lottery tickets, one in twenty thousand. Odds of winning one dollar in lottery tickets, nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-four out of twenty thousand. So you basically are going to win that. You're basically going to get a one dollar lottery ticket, basically. And I was like, I'm not going to wake Aiden up and drive all the way. It was that that uh, used car motor mall on 28th Street. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to drive down there so, just to get a dollar scratch off. So basically, what it said is that you won one of those prizes, and you have to go and find out what it is. Yes, you win one oh, of those prizes. Okay. Yeah, and I actually called the number and I claimed it. They're like, oh, can you come in by eight o'clock tonight? It's like mm, maybe. And I didn't. <laughs> so, but yeah, you go you sure. go down there, and then I don't know if you get a random drawing then and then you see what you win or or you can try your key and see if it unlocks the grand prize. I've seen that one, yeah. So, um, almost wow. did it. Almost did it. We were really close. <laughs> really close. But we That's did it. Chicken out. I chickened out. I guess I should just go right into my IRL at this time since I've already, I'm already, I'm already free-flowing. I'm already spitballing here. I, your L, your RL. Uh, well, even more breaking, breaking news, and maybe just a time, a perfect time to stop, address it, and say thank you to everyone that we have finally, finally reached 100 subscriptions yes. to the Battle of the Beer YouTube page. So after much of me begging and pleading and shameless <laughs> self-promoting, you can now go to YouTube.com/slash Battle of the Beer. That's right, no more 2WXYZ ampersand exclamation point dollar sign pound pound, you know, and so on and so forth. We actually have a legit URL. We're actually up to 105 subscriptions now. Yeah, we are. Again, thank you for all of you for helping us, um, for helping to push us over this hurdle. And now, nothing else, it just makes us a lot easier to market. I, I really think we could have some success here locally if we got some materials um made up and we could just blanket every craft beer store in town yeah wait we you know what i was thinking about that we should just scatter a bunch of uh business cards on the in the um parking lot of founders 
because then people will pick them up and be, be like, well, some people will. Just put them like, on everybody's under, underneath everyone's windshield wiper. Oh, yeah, until somebody says, what the hell are you doing to my Get car? Get the hell out of here, you little shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Run! So, so thank you very much. We are very appreciative. Um, yes. Now if we could just get people to watch the video. <laughs> yes, now we just need <laughs> you to watch the video <laughs> and click on all the ads and then make sure you buy whatever the ad links do. That's true. When you have 100 subscription subscribers but you only have, like, 30 views, well, you know. Do, do yourself, I know some of do them Do yourself are... a favor and don't even look at how many views Coffee Beer has. <laughs> Oh, I already have, and I cried on the inside. <laughs> cried and died. Do you use your tears as your own lubricant afterwards? Uh, yes. Bow, I feed upon my own tears. Bow, 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 bow. Now, if I mean, if well, maybe we can get Mike to just buy us the beer for us, and then it's like then it's a win-win because then we just get free beer. Yeah, then we're not. Yeah, and then we'll pick the most expensive beer. Yeah, too. we're rogue like, ales we all the time. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to worry if Blech. if a bomber that costs twenty dollars is, you know, only available limited time and it's super expensive. We'll buy it. That's right. That's right. Uh, other than that, it. you bought it. Other than that, uh, <laughs> you know, I had the wife's birthday last week. That was good times. Uh, we had a great. We had like a really busy weekend. We went all over the place. It feels like we took Aiden out on the town. We went um, Saturday. We went to Holland to go to one of Jess's favorite restaurants because we couldn't go there for her birthday dinner and then uh i feel like i feel like there was something else big no i had some i had a lot of quality time with the boy but uh my dad came over <laughs> hung out for a bit and then sunday we took him to brick road pizza over in east grand rapids took him to Ooh. a coffee shop um he's definitely going through some progression right now because boy the kid the kid does not want a nap he'll sleep for 30 minutes and then he's up ready to go um, sleeps good at night. Like last night, he slept from seven thirty till about three, and then from three to six. So he only wakes up like one night, one time during the night for feedings, and that's about it. Um, otherwise, he's doing good. Um, there was something else I wanted to add of importance, and now, as usual, par for the course. If you don't put it in the document, you don't remember it. So some people live and learn. You've taken yeah. the opposite. I guess this is the best place to fit it to. I um, and I guess it, it's a chance for me to promote it as well. I was unfortunately um, I was scheduled to be a guest on Bobby Paul's the Nintendo Guru. He has a he does a few podcasts. He does one with you've heard me talk about before with Sean Sean Capri. Uh, if we were in Nintendo, but he has a new podcast he started up called The Hosts. And Lucas, I, if you're familiar, you remember we've talked about before um, Gamers Unscripted. Um, I'm familiar, but only it's, slightly. it's, it's similar, similar setup. Um, he brings, you know, various podcast hosts onto the show each week. And then the main thing is, you know, if it's first time on, they'll talk about, um, what's, what got them into podcasting. But then after that, each, um, each guest, so there's two, two guests and two hosts each episode. Um, each guest will bring a topic. And then whichever uh, topic the producer finds to be the most interesting, they do that one first, and then they just kind of do a roundtable round discussion on the topic. Um, it's mainly focused as a YouTube, um, as a video podcast, mostly. I mean, there is audio, but the, the video is quite it is, uh, done quite nicely. Almost, almost, almost battle the beer levels of video excellence, I would say. Whoa. Almost. Almost. Not quite. Pretty close, but not pretty, quite pretty there, kid. Pretty close, but it's a really cool production. Um, so I was actually supposed to be a guest to 
tomorrow, but I just I can think I can commit I can't commit to two shows this week the way this week's been. Work's been crazy, and I I feel really bad. I yeah I was that again sorry Bobby because I, I was pulled that guy the day before. Hey guess what? Uh, I can't be on your podcast because I suck. <laughs> so well, we already knew that. Yeah. Oh. And it's also you know you get to that point too where it's like you know I could I could probably work things off and be like Jess I know things have been busy and I wasn't gonna do this but now I want to do it so let me be available and you just deal with everything on your own right you're Ooh. cool with that yeah. yeah that only gets you so far before uh, before you gotta pay it back in spades my friend no it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, again, uh, I hope to be on in the near future. But, uh, you know, other than that, I also see that, speaking of Sean Capri, he's trying to be like the cool kids of Flexipose, and he bought himself a mechanical keyboard. I mean, he's basically trying to be Flexiposed at this point. I, he's I assimilating. Really, I mean, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, We the Gamer cast has a larger following and a better audience, but he's still trying to be like us. And... It's just not going to happen, Sean. It's not. You got to put a lot of practice and a lot of effort to be as little prepared, uninformed, and re- borderline mediocre as Flux to pose. So you can strive. You can strive, my friend. But you will not succeed. But... You know what? He thinks he thinks he can he can thinks he can hang. So one of these days we will invite him to hang and he will join us on Fluxtapos. And it will be a grand time. Lucas, that is gonna do it, I think. Okay. For my my side of the story. How are things in your neck of the woods? Oh, they they are quite fine, my friend. Uh as you know. Well, I got a few things to talk about here. Um Let's start with, uh, I, I have a little bit of a rant, I guess. So ever since I, I had talked about my medical issue with the gallbladder and such and how I was supposed to, basically the doctor says, hey, why don't you try losing some weight, fatty? Maybe don't eat pizza every day for, for lunch and dinner mm, pizza. and then down it with beer. Um, so I've been trying to keep on track of that, he says, as he drinks wine. Um, but I got to say, I, I, have, I, have this, I have this on lockdown. Monday through Friday. I eat like the same thing for lunch. I know exactly how many and breakfast for the most part. Uh, have it all on lockdown. I know exactly how many calories you're, I you're take drinking, in. You're drinking Soylent, aren't you? I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I eat that stuff that Robocop eats. Um, <laughs> which is, ba- what is he basically described it as baby food. And it looks like gross applesauce. Nutrients. Um, but I tell you, the weekends... I tell you, brother, the weekends are pretty bad, man. I, it's been difficult because anytime, like anytime you want to get together and do anything, like we went to a birthday party at um, Grand Rapids Brewing here in downtown. Yes. And uh, man, the service was not great. The, it was, it was fine. Like being there was fine. And honestly, was it like overly busy or was no, it just mediocre? Not, it just, we had, it we had just, bad service this weekend. Too. Mediocre. Uh, it was okay. I mean, I struggle because, like, I would have expected to be asked for my uh, drink orders more quickly, but I'm kind of glad because otherwise I would have drank more, so that would have been bad. But the food took forever, and, I mean, they're all sandwiches and fries, basically, yeah. so you wouldn't think it would take that long. But um, Eat the food, Tina. Eat the, eat the food. Uh, 
but you know, I had, I probably, I think I had four beers and then I had two waiting for me at home because we were going to have a fire here. And of course that's my own doing. Nobody made me do that. Um, four but, beers hero. Yeah. Well, I started with the, uh, the Ronin or no, or no, I had three. Sorry. I had three. I started with the Ronin, which is a rice session ale, uh, which okay. basically has no flavor whatsoever, but yeah. I, it's only 4%. So I was like, that's a good starter. I have to drive. Yeah. Um, and then I got two sours, what both of which were, uh, cherry, uh, cherry juice, and one had serrano pepper in it. However, that completely overtook the entire beer. It was it was like biting into a green pepper, as far as I I was concerned. Uh, kind of wasn't spicy. It felt like it should be spicy, but it wasn't. And the other one was more like a cider, so it wasn't even really beer. Um. And and that was all okay. They had a lot of like fruity beer stuff on tap, which kind of surprised surprised me because they don't have a lot of taps. So, you know, like five out of ten beers were kind of fruity. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of that's way too much. The service was kind of a bummer. But anyways, so that happened, and then you know I had beer here, and I ended up eating a s'more because at that point I'm like ah fuck it. Um, And you went back to that two a.m. pizza. No, no, thankfully. And I, I also don't I don't typically eat at night regardless. But uh yeah, just been every for every two pounds I lose, I gain one back over the weekend and then I have to I spend like Monday and Tuesday getting back into <laughs> you kinda the just, rhythm. Kinda just break even, basically. It, you do like make all this progress Monday to Friday and then the weekend comes and sometimes just, it just feels like Ozzy, you're off the rails. Well the worst day was uh yes. Uh the worst day was last <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Because um, I we were take we were delivering a stove to my mother's house uh, about an hour away, and um, I was like, all right, I I in my mind I thought I was going to be able to get back before lunchtime or at least around like one o'clock so I could hold off until then, but we didn't we didn't get home until like three thirty so I said okay we're, let's stop for lunch, and of course that means you're getting fast food because you want to get back on the road and go home. So we ended up eating Wendy's, and then when we got back, um, this was do they still me have and... the spicy chicken nuggets? Those are good. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I got regular last time I was there. They also oh. have the spicy chicken sandwich as well. Ooh, that is good. I usually get the four for four because you get some chicken nug chicken nuggies. Uh, you get the uh, ju- uh, junior cheeseburger and uh, some French fries and a small drink, and you know what? That's enough for little old me. Actually, the, the too many fries. Too many fries. You could hold back on the fries. No such thing. Uh, that's true. Just don't put your ketchup oh. all over them. Whoa. Calm down. My computer hit. My desk has, like, you know, those weird little <laughs> flexible tension rods. Yeah, the essentially, rods. That whole, uh, I kicked it. Uh, Sounds like one of those door stoppers. Yes, I hate those. But as a kid, you love them because you like to, yeah. to flick them. Anyways, so we did that, and then we got back, and um, I was with uh, Danette's brother. And her, her, his girlfriend was keeping Danette company, and she's like, "I want steak and shake." And Danette was like, "Oh, that sounds good." So then we go to steak and shake. So I had Wendy's for lunch and steak and shake for dinner, and it's like at that point you can get the healthiest thing on the menu, and you're still going to be over your calorie limit if you're trying to lose weight. So. Oh yeah, we were at this Italian place yesterday. We met um, Jess's mom and her brother for dinner. We, which we didn't get to enjoy because Aiden wanted to fuss. So we're like, well, Aww. guess we're getting food to go. Yeah. Um, I almost, I wanted to get the chicken parm 
dude, that that alone was like almost was two thousand calories. Yeah, for a chicken yeah. parm, I was just like, nope, getting well, something else. That's the uh, like the shakes alone at, at oh god, um, oh they're so steak good. Steak and shake, I know, but they're like a thousand don't, calories. Don't, don't even tell me a thousand, one thousand calories. Do they still have the um? They used to have like the yogurt shakes, which are I didn't slightly, see them. Slightly better for you. Well, I I ended up ordering because I said again I said F it. I ordered a kids, uh, size, kids size uh, shake, which was still like four hundred calories or something like that. <coughs> Excuse me, but yeah, I will say this though, I did not have a flare up of of my my gout or <laughs> or the uh, I don't have gout, uh, or a gallbladder issue. So. I my hope is that as long as I maintain a fairly steady diet, a few days like that in each month aren't going to aren't going to kill me. You know, jump cut to yeah. me in a grave. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, that's just my little rant on like and I'm not I am working out, but I have to get back into it because after we went to the the weekend of hell at my mom's, um I have had a hard time getting the energy to work out, but I'm still maintaining my diet and still losing weight. So good. That's, that's where I want to be. I'm hoping to be yeah. under 210 before I go to the doctors. I'd like to be around 205, but, uh, I still got like another, that's June 29th. So I got basically 20 days to do that. And I think that'll be, I think that'll happen. So, uh, other few things that, uh, that happened. I ordered a steering wheel. I've been wanting a steering wheel. You know this, Jason, because I've talked to you about it before. And uh, I did make, I did end up uh, making a little bit of a, uh, I should probably clarify this is a steering wheel for the PC, uh, not for my car. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I did end up making a few, I guess you could call them compromises, but I was looking at a Logitech steering wheel, which is, I mean, they're, they're basically kind of like the front and center. Everybody knows that they they pretty much offer only this steering wheel and maybe a few other ones that are much lower entry level um, steering wheels. And I was looking at that one and it, it's pretty expensive and it comes with the pedals, the shifter, the steering wheel. But uh, after doing some research and I I had been planning on buying that one for a long time, I ended up with uh, a Thrustmaster steering wheel. And Ooh. the reason why I did that was because the pedals are upgradable. They have like an ecosystem where you can actually connect um, add-ons to them. So you can upgrade the pedals. You can upgrade to a, a shifter, which is really what I want. And I'll talk about that when we talk okay. about what you're playing. But I also want like a shifter. And they have an, a legitimate, basically ripped out of car shifter. And uh, you wow. can add those later. So I said, you know what? I'd rather just get the, the functionality of the steering wheel for now. Find out if I want to get that other stuff later, and uh, and it's upgradable in that sense. So it's kind of a, I guess, a smarter way of going about it. So, um, since it's modular in that in that way. So yeah, so I definitely will have some racing games to talk about and what you're playing. Um, and then lastly, the two other things. No Euro Truck Simulator, forever yes. Euro Truck Simulator. Yes, that too, actually. But uh, what are those? What is those? Um, remember those little trucks that you can always smash and need for speed what are those called uh or no and burnout and burnout takedown and stuff or bur- those little muck tuck tucks or oh yeah i think they're tuck tucks yeah the, i want the you little to drive one of those trucks. yeah i want you to drive one of those around oh gosh you can and um i think it was far cry 4 they had those some of those laying around maybe it was far cry 3 i don't remember 
Um, and then kind of along the lines of, of racing or at least cars. So my 300 ZX, I have a 300, a Nissan 300 ZX, 1990. Mm-hmm. She's my crown and uh, my crown and joy. <laughs> She's my crown and my joy. I've ridden in this car. I didn't die. It, I can confirm it is real. Um, it has not been operational this year, mostly because I store it in the winter. Um, and obviously because you can't really, it's not practical to drive that car in, in the winter. Um, and the then chains on the tires. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I, I break it out for the, once it, once the snow clears out and it's warm enough, but this year I've had to wait. And that's because there's been a noise coming from the timing belt area which uh, if you know anything about cars timing belt is a huge deal if you have to change it out some cars you don't it's not required to change them out uh they have a timing chain uh but i will have to because it is what is called an interference engine which means if you break the timing belt while you're driving it the pistons will hit the valves in the car and basically wreck your engine and it's uh, thousands of dollars worth of repairs in that sense. And at that point you might as well just get a new car. Um, oh, yeah. So, Ouch. yeah. So to avoid that, you change the timing belt and my timing belt is making a weird noise. So I said, all right, I'm going to do this. And, uh, it's, I'm ordering the parts soon and I will be, Getting in the thick of it, man. There, yeah. I, I looked at. I have a walkthrough. I have a detailed walkthrough Gosh. with with uh, pictures. I, yeah, I have to say, I have to applaud for how much uh, car maintenance you just take on. I, mean, I well, considering labor alone would be like five hundred dollars. I it's either this or don't drive my car. Yeah, I can't afford to have someone fix. Here, you want to you want to change my rear suspension? Sure, pay me. <laughs> I bet you um, I won't charge you sixty dollars an hour like they do. I'll give you, um, I'll give you an old, K- I'll give you a, a twenty fifteen KBS. <laughs> just one. Just one. I was just gonna say I'll give you a can of beer, <laughs> one can of beer. <laughs> uh, well, this is my, I, you know, two things. I don't mind working on my own car because if I fuck it up, it's my own fault, and my own problem. True. And like I said, I if I don't do it, I can't drive the car, and I love driving that car, so. I got to fix it and I've wanted to fix it up for a while. So I will be ordering those parts, which is stressful enough because I need so many. It's one of those things where if you're pulling all of this apart, you might as well replace the water, uh, the water. Uh, oh gosh. What is it called? The water pump. Yes. The yeah. water pump, uh, the thermostat, some hoses, oh, some pulleys, a tensioner, basically, basically everything. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it is still $400 worth of parts. But, you know, I haven't done this for five years, so um, yeah. it's it's due. It's overdue. So, uh, yeah, so I'm sure in a couple of weeks I'll probably have a lot to bitch about how difficult that was and horrible and I couldn't get anything off. And uh, well, just like just like, never mind. I was going to make a horrible <laughs> joke. there. Uh, you know, because all that stuff is rusted on there, I'm sure, or at least, you know, locked in for bolts that have been on since 1990 cars, almost as old as I am. Uh, lastly, this happened today. Uh, I'll finish it out with this. Jason, I, uh, I was upstairs today just before coming down for the, uh, for the podcast. And, uh, I have talked about how there is a giant hole in my yard that I discovered mm-hmm. one day walking around. Well, I think I, I, I think I found the critter because as I walked by, 
I um I noticed something out of the corner of my eye when I was uh-huh. walking through the kitchen, and I I stopped and I looked, and sure enough, there there was a critter and it crawled out from underneath the the uh, porch. And I have sent you a picture of that critter. It is a in my inbox. It is a groundhog or Ooh. woodchuck. Ah, hey, and I've a had big one, one too. So the one we had was fat. I mean, he was like that looks. That's a pretty good size one, but he was like obese woodchuck. Like he couldn't even get around, and the dogs next door took care of him. So, oh no! Well, <laughs> he, I'm sure he, Cody wand- he wandered into the wrong backyard. Yeah, this one's pretty fat too, but uh, he's not nearly as as large or in charge as as some even some raccoons I've seen. So that was that was kind of a surprise, but it makes sense now because if you see in relation to that hole, he probably only had like. I don't know, six inches on either side of himself to really burrow down or whatever. So, but he's he's a he's about the size of that hole. So I I think so, I know. So what's what the, the plan heck? of action? Uh, nothing. Let him live down there. <laughs> okay. I, I don't have a plan right now. I would I, I would live catch him and then release him somewhere else. But I don't have the means to do that. Yeah, uh, I um, think I I might still have my dad's live trap, but then you got what are you going to transport him in? That's the you know what do you. It's not like I have a pickup truck where you can just put them in the truck bed. That's so. true. I'd have to put them in the the. And the I think self. certain I think certain cities have different ordinances and rules on, you know. I would just fling it over the the fence like I do everything else in the yard. I don't want back there. <laughs> <laughs> not my problem. Uh, <laughs> at least I was in a gross possum like I had. So. Yeah, possums are gross. That's for sure. That's for true. So yeah, that's that true. that's uh that's uh. Mm-hmm. That was my week, man. Well, most of my week. Most of it. Mm. Um, the rest of it's all the, the boring stuff nobody wants to hear about. That's right. Well, you did you did uh, hit a spark of a reminder when you said Thrustmaster. Not only did you Thrust! get my attention, not only did you get my attention, but um, for those interested and want to help a good cause, I am selling a Thrustmaster on uh, eBay. Yes. You can own a piece of flex deposed history. I am selling my Hotas. Thrustmaster, my my fancy throttle setup that I played for Elite Dangerous uh, like twice. It's got maybe an hour and a half of game time under its belt. So it's practically brand new. I'm selling it on eBay. Uh, I think there's like three days left in my auction. I'm not very optimistic because I've got zero watchers. I've got zero bids, but I've got uh, like hundred. I've got a hundred views though. Wow. So. Maybe they'll Maybe come back at the others. last minute. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. If that doesn't work, then I guess I'll, I'll try a Craigslist and maybe let go and crap. I just eh. it sucks because it, it used to have great value on Amazon. Like when I was trading my Wii U, it had like somewhere between 30 and 40 bucks trading value. And I thought, oh, no, I might keep it around. But now I was like, now I'm thinking I'm never going to play it again. It's just going to sit here. I shouldn't keep it. So I was like, okay, I'll get rid of it. Go to Amazon. Value. 98 cents. <laughs> 98 cents? Are you kidding me? 98 cents? That's basically I mean, saying don't sell it to us, please. No. I mean, they must be like crazy overstocked or something. I don't I don't know. I just uh so that was frustrating cuz I thought for sure I'm like, "Oh, I'll be able to get it to take it to Amazon. No problem." But uh you were wrong. I was wrong. <sighs> wow, I was—I was, I just happened to glance on Amazon trade in Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, thirty bucks. That seems really low to me. 
really to buy. Long. Yeah, no, hmm. the trading value only thirty bucks. Oh. Usually, uh, uh, Nintendo stuff has a pretty good value. I looked up the the Thrustmaster again. It's pretty. They have a a PlayStation, uh, PS4 and PC version. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's selling. That was like thirty something dollars last week. Now it's down to twenty three. So the price has dropped on that one too. Now here's here's the part though that, that really doesn't make sense. The version that is like mine has the throttle and the stick. Just the throttle. I mean, just the, they have a version that's just the stick and it has like the slider throttle that's built on the side. Seven dollars. So even that's worth more than. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's so weird, so weird. So do me a favor, buy it off of me, and I, I'll be forever grateful. <laughs> buy my garbage, Lucas. Wait. You want to buy it? I was, I was twenty bucks, Lucas. I said I would take, I'll take it off your hands for free. I'm running out of space. I got a freaking Oculus Rift headset. I got the steering wheel. I got this damn microphone on my desk. I hey, I can't help it. There. You can't say no to bargains. You can't say no to bargains of this magnitude. Walmart. Walmart. Okay. Well, shop smart. All right, then. Shop Fine. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Shall we move along? Move along. What you play in. Oh, only one. It's I'm like gonna... we know. Folks, it's like we know what we do and all. Look. Ah, bah, bah, boo. It's like nope. we know what we're doing all <laughs> nope. over again. I'm going to make no. this into a rap and just repeat that over and over. Can't you just... I could hear an obnoxious rap song that just repeats that, that loop over and over. There's one rap song that um, uses like the death music from Super Mario... Sunshine. Maybe Super Mario World? I can't remember. Or the game over. It's like the game over music or something. So. Well, yeah, like that. I think the most important question is, what you playing? Oh, all right. Well, I see we have a similar see. entry. Um, that is the truth. Yep, we and do. it ain't no lie. But uh, I'm just gonna lead off with it. So you talked about the keepers last week. I had mentioned that we were gonna watch it. Well, we have watched it. We in watched its entirety. All, we watched all of it. Oh my when, goodness! When you get something like that that gets the hooks in my wife Jessica. You don't True. stop. We watch it. So never stop. Um, you know you've you've very much gleaned over it. Um, I, well, think I only epi- watched the first episode. Yeah, and I think episode two, if I remember right, is where it, that's it, where it gets good. It really, dude. I mean, this thing gets this movie. This is it gets dark fast, and they're like, I mean, there's. I don't. I'm not going to talk. I, I don't want to talk too much about it because I think no, it's really that shock factor. I think it's really what makes you're like, oh my gosh, well, when you're watching it. So all I was going to say was that episode two was like as as much as episode one sets up everything. Episode yeah. two is almost like where you need to start if you were yeah. you wouldn't know what's going on, but it gets much more intriguing at that yeah. point. From so, the I mean, very you, ha- you have murder, you have scandal, you have cover up, you have a bunch of things in this series. I mean, it's only seven episodes too. That's the thing, but. Man, I mean, it's going to leave you with a lot of questions, and I I get a lot of um, I kept going back to spotlight a lot through this just because of the paint the picture it kind of paints. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's a very gripping story. I mean, very 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 well done um, docu series. I found I we really really enjoyed it. Um, I like the way they handled the like as somebody's telling a story they read like kind of did a reenactment but instead of mm-hmm. like making it kind of cheesy they it's very subtly it's yeah. just kind of like background 
Yeah, it's very subtle. It's in the background. It's it almost feels like a dream. It's all black and yeah, white. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It's it's very uh, cool. Highly recommend. Definitely not for those that can't handle some darker, more adult subject matter. Because adult I mean, it, themes. It, you got some. There's some. There's some bad shit in, in this that, that took place. So, um, wow. I mean, really. I mean, yeah. It was just. It was good. It was really good. Uh, other than that, um, Awesome Knots. I played it. You did. I went you, back. You were on uh, Steam, and I was like, what the hell? And then you booted up Awesome Knots, and I went, uh, yeah. So I want I wanted to see what this whole free-to-play thing was all about. So for, I don't think we might not have talked about it much on the show, but uh, March, tw- when was it? Uh, May 24th, I think, Awesome Knots went free-to-play. Uh, which people have kind of wanted for the longest time. They do the same thing that most of your MOBAs do. They have a free couple free available knots and then, you know, uh, some that rotate. Uh, I'm not really sure how it works because it looks like you have to, like, level up. You have a, a player level and you have a level for your specific knots now, too. And by leveling it up, you get access to, like, some of the more base abilities. But since I've already mm. – I have all the knots and I've – I have such a high level, I already have access to everything, so I don't know what that unlocking is like for new players. Um, the big They've changed the presentation a little bit, Lucas. Like, now when you do the whole drop pod sequence, it's really cool. They're like, they redesigned the drop pods, and you can actually get your own, you can get, you can unlock customized ones mm. that just look a little different, but it shows, like, this fancy Awesome Knots logo on the center of the screen, and there's three little separate windows, and they all have, like, your player icon, which you can change, and you have your different drop pods, and then it's like, zoomed way out now and you you're controlling your drop pod as it lands and then it, as it gets close to the ground the camera zooms in more and more oh it's that's kind of cool. inter- it's kind of interesting so that's a little different everything else is still the same oddly enough I, like i feel like they might have changed up some of the items because now I'm, when i get into the game I'm, i've i've been like well, i don't remember what i would always buy first <laughs> like i don't yeah. remember some of my buying strats and now they they've added uh there's a little barrier that's in place right outside your your store, so you can't just rush right out when you land. So now there's like a there's a countdown. So oh. now I think that kind of evens out for people that have like slower load times or slower connections. They aren't get or trying to figure know, out what to buy. Yeah, they don't get burned there at the beginning like that. But felt good. Felt you can you can go home again, folks. You can go home. <laughs> and that's been the first uh, PC game I played besides Hawken. You know the week before. I mean, it feels weird to. Be gaming on there, uh, and then uh, shortly here, the, uh, the arms test punch. They had the second round of that this past weekend. I only played in the one session because that's only the, the time that would work out for me. And this was really my big. Dis- I was like, okay, I'm going to find out. Am I, do I am I going to be interested in buying this game when it comes out next week? Right. And next week, wow. Yeah, next week already. I was just like, you know, it it's it is fun. Okay, and. I love the presentation. I love the music. There's so much about this game, and I get why people why people like it. But for me, there just wasn't that. I didn't get that click that just made me like, oh, I have to have. I like there there wasn't there that just grabbed me and said, I need to keep playing this. Yeah, you know, and that's unfortunate because it seems like a lot of people are having fun with it. But at the same time, you can't let FOMO, fear of missing out, like dictate. So I'm like, why am I gonna spend sixty dollars for something that I'm not gonna have that fun much fun with? Plus, Platoon Two comes out at the end of July. So I might just I would likely just drop this game because my gaming time is very limited especially for an online competitive game. So I just didn't, I didn't see myself playing single player for arms. So 
Uh, ultimately, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on it. Um, I did. De I definitely. I don't know. It's so weird because I, I have moments like that game is very polarizing. You have moments where you feel like you're in control and you're you're right in the match and you're gonna get you get the hang of it and then you play another match and you just feel like you can't do anything and this person you're fighting like dodges all your punches and just is constantly pummeling you and it's so frustrating and so it makes you want to just be like oh I'm done don't ever play this ever again. I had like one match where was kind of even and then i just kept doing stupid things and he got me down to like less than a quarter health and then finally you like get that click and you're like okay i see what you're doing and you just read it and i just slowly work your way back i literally i had him down to we were even like the next punch would win and i lost so i you know uh -huh. it's to climb all the way back from the brink of defeat and then to lose that was my other fr frustration with the test punch is that you know most fighting games you know it's best two out of three this would just be one round of matches mm. so yeah Kind of frustrating when you can like get the hold hang of your opponent because you know a lot, a lot of these online games people just try to abuse the same tactic that they think will work and then once you yep. discover it you can you know turn the tables but um it's gonna I think it's gonna sell really well which is good because it's a new IP for Nintendo so that's what you want so if people like it more power to them unfortunately I just I couldn't do it just want to do it for me but I did buy a game recently oh. I bought I purchased I am Setsuna. I was wondering uh, if anyone bought it for you because I saw you had said, yeah, I did. I, yeah, I figured, you know, you just got to put it out there. But uh, no, I picked up I Am Setsuna for the Switch uh, RPG by Tokyo RPG Factory. And it's always said it's, you know, more of the classic JRPG style and talked about how it's sort of like a spiritual successor to Criminal Trigger, this and that. And I was just like, I used to love, I love PlayStation era RPGs. I played Xenogears, um, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9. I had uh, Saga Frontier 2. I had oh, man. Uh, Saga Wild Arms. I had um, you know I, I, a couple other ones I had played. Um, so that was like that was like when I got into RPGs. I never had a you know I really don't think the Sega Genesis had a good library there. I think all the good RPGs, in my opinion, were on Super Nintendo, or at least the ones I was familiar with. So you know I got my introduction by watching friends play those, and it wasn't until I had the PlayStation that I actually had access to that that library and then you know gamecube didn't really have rpgs that i can think of and then i had a 360 and i really don't think the 360 got that really good quality of rpgs at that point though what we saw at that time is we saw the big the big change of the western rpg you know and all of a sudden your standard jrpg was not the thing we you know all of a sudden we saw the like your mass effects your um Dragon Age, that that yeah. that style of game kind of took over, or I mean, even uh, we could say uh, on Xbox the you know uh, Star Wars, so you know nice the, Republic that action and, RPG, yeah, things like that. But so that old more turn-based, you know, that was always my jam. So it's kind of cool to go back to it. I haven't put a whole lot of time in it. I've probably maybe played for two hours total. I kind of get like maybe twenty minutes or so in bed here and there, and. Um, I haven't had a chance to take any breaks at work, so I haven't been able to play anything. Even the breaks I should be taking, I was staring at accounting software all day today, and my eyes are still bleeding, I think. Terrible. But I like it. I'm looking forward to continuing my journey through that, and that's probably playing that is really going to eat up a bulk of my time until uh, Splatoon 2, I hope. So that is what I've been playing, sir. Very nice. Very nice. Good to see some games on there. Uh, even yeah, if it is know. awesome not. <laughs> Like I told you, I feel like if I tried to go back and play that, I would be awful. It's one of those things where you kind of work up a, a, 
a, like a familiarity with the characters. And then you, if you take time off, it's like, oh, what the hell do I do? You know, it's like it, it's like riding a bike a little bit for me. Like, there's definitely characters that I do better. Um, I can just jump back in with again. Like, I've played mostly Swiggins, and I've won. I've won every game I've played as Swiggins, but then I've lost as a. Uh, I lost around as Lone Star, but then I won as Scoop, and um, I think I played uh, Rocco. So. Mm. Um, that there's means definitely nothing to I... anybody who's never played the game. <laughs> there, there's definitely, there's definitely a uh, character. Uh, short in end, there's definitely characters that I think because I can not to say that I'm great with any character, but there's definitely characters that I'm more proficient with. So like the time off, I can that care my overall skill with the character carries my ability to be rusty at the game. There you if go. That makes sense. That's a good way so. of putting it. Well, uh, we already talked about the keeper, so. Uh, I can yeah. skip that. Uh, I, I beat XCOM Enemy Unknown. Um, that's the Ooh. turn-based alien shoot shoot people strategically in a turn-based manner. Um, man, that game can be frustrating sometimes when you want everyone to live the last. So, so uh, kind of spoilers, but only from the sense that there's not really much of a story. I mean, there is a story there. It's very broad. It's it's aliens come. They attack. You got to figure out how to defeat them, and then eventually you you figure that out, and then you go to an area in which you will mount the final assault on on their well, at least their flagship, I guess you would say. Um, so to do that, you you have as as time passes because things take time. So when uh, soldiers get hurt, they have to rest and heal up uh, to progress through the game a lot of the time you have to do research projects which take time and while that's happening there are chances that earth will be attacked and then you have like you have to pick out of three sites in in different countries that are getting attacked and that determines how panic is distributed and panic right. means that like if you if if a country has too much panic they will pull out of the XCOM project which castle panic uh no Nothing like Castle no. Panic. Um, and so they'll pull out and they will, you won't have a chance <laughs> to get there. Oh, gosh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> um, they they have a chance to. Uh, you turned into Wa- Wario for a second. Um, they, have, they have a chance to uh, get out of the XCOM project and then you lose their funding and any bonuses they give you. And um, so that's, that's bad and coy. Uh, Thankfully, I didn't have that happen, but there's always that chance because to progress the game and get to that final stage, you have to do certain research projects. You have to find somebody who has psionics enabled, which gets later in you get later in the game. And each soldier is out for like 10 days, which is a long time to have them gone. Um, And so that requires you to have extra soldiers on hand because the ones that you've been like I've talked about not wanting them to die because I've invested so much time in them. You also, it's really a big deal to send three of them out for 10 days when you could get attacked in in those 10 days and have it be a really difficult fight. Um, especially cause the, the, the less, um, experience they, these soldiers have, the more likely they are to start freaking out and shooting randomly. You like lose turns with them. They'll shoot partners. Uh, they'll do, they'll do same team damage. Um, Stuff like that. So I was finally able to get to the last 
stage. And the last stage is basically the mastermind alien explaining why every creature that you fight was a stage in their experiment to find basically the, the most, um, I don't want to say like the, the best being in space, but the one that would, that would be best to take over the world, I guess, or to ascend. Um, and so they thought that they had found that in humanity. So they were trying to Mm. ascend humanity by basically forcing them to, to do such a thing, or at least that was my takeaway. Um, and so you do this last thing and you go through all the creatures you fought before. And it's quite difficult, actually. Uh, it, it, I, I can get through about half of it before some of the, the harder stuff starts coming up and, and um, they just do more damage and it's, it's harder to, they're, they're situated in such a way that it's difficult to get the jump on anything. They can usually see you coming. So they, they will shoot first instead of making it the other way around where in most missions you can kind of get them to come just to like you. Just like Han, huh? Yep. He always shot first. Um, yep. 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 He did. Um, <laughs> till they changed it. Um, I had to do this mission a couple of different times and, uh, what, what ended up working for me the, the best, because in the very last room, there's these three major bosses and they, they're all the same. They can take control. They can mind control your characters and cause them to fight against you. And there's three of them, which means each one can do that to your group of six. Um, what I ended up doing is you can unlock this thing called uh, ghost armor, which allows you to go invisible. And as long as you don't attack, you are invisible for your entire turn. So what I ended up doing was uh, I had a sniper character who had the ghost armor on already. So I didn't have to like monkey with that. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I can just sneak in this room because it only has one entrance and Yo, Lucas, sneak that shit. I did. And as soon as you like go in there, it triggers a cutscene. But only Ooh. if you can see them within your your sight. Like if they can see you okay. and you see them in their sight range, it will trigger this cutscene. I instead I had uh my sniper invisible, go up to a sniping perch, stay invisible, bring in my entire team, and then that cutscene played, but my sniper was already in position. So I could see this damn thing, this boss bass monster in the back. And I said, all right, I'm going to snipe the crap out of you. These things are also annoying because they can, they have a chance to reflect any attack you do to them. And not only does it reflect it, but it reflects it back on the character. And so it's super annoying. However, this like third or fourth time I tried this, I sniped it in two shots and it ended up killing all the rest of the, there were like five other things on the map and it took, it killed all of them and initiated the end game cut scene. So I just, I took one <laughs> turn, one turn killing them and uh, it worked. So, so I was, what is your, what's your overall impression of the game? It's very fun to play. Uh, the story mode is enough to keep you like, to give you a reason to keep going, but it's not really a story as far as there's no like individual story for soldiers, you kind of, you kind of make up the story as you play. So like you might have a graveyard where your, your fallen soldiers are, or you might have your favorite soldiers that you've kitted out and everything. Yeah. Um, did you make any cool soldiers? Um, 
Not really. I mean, well, that was the thing. Is I feel I, like I, I always saw people like making their friends or people they know inside I, the game. And... I was going to do that, and I only did that with Danette and I because honestly, it, it's a lot. <laughs> I didn't want to put that oh. much work into okay. it. Okay. All right. No, it's fine. I, I, if it's fine. No. Well, fine. here to 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 lay your mind at rest so that I can watch you die digitally in the game. Yeah. All of this was to play XCOM two. So I wanted to be XCOM so that I could move on to XCOM 2, which, as far as I can tell from a story perspective, is a little bit more sound because they assume that the aliens won the war in the end. And now you are a rebel, um, more of like a rebellious uh, resistance, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Human resistance. So I'm looking forward to the story there because I heard it actually works really well. Um, and so in that, I probably will invest more time actually creating the characters. And what the reason why I didn't was because I thought I remembered being able to before, but it turns out that's DLC because you could uh, make the armor different colors and everything ah. and give them some other options for hair and all that stuff. Uh, but it's DLC and I'm not paying five bucks to, to change the color of the armor on my characters. <laughs> no. So. No. Um, I will be skipping. They did an enemy within expansion. I'll be skipping that because, as far as I can tell, I don't know that it that it continues the story. And even if it does, I I feel pretty confident that I don't I can catch up pretty quickly. Uh, the the gameplay is very addictive because it has that board game feel to it, like a like mm-hmm. a board game that that can control itself. Um, but I, I think a lot of things are improved in XCOM 2. I hope so anyway, because there's there's some things that are unfair in XCOM that I really don't like. For instance, there's a fog of war, and if you approach um, enemies that have been placed on the map, they get to move when they're... Um, there's a small cutscene that plays, and then they get to move from the place that you've uh, found them at. And it's basically like a free move for them. And mm-hmm. I really hate that, because... I don't know. I I can understand why they did it that way because they didn't want to have to set them up. It randomizes the way that they're that you encounter them for each mission. Like each mission, even if you replay it, won't be the same. However, I think that's a little unfair because sometimes they will they will approach you, but then once you discover them, like once they come become in your line of sight, they'll get another movement basically. So they'll get like two turns where they move once and then move again. So I stuff like that really bugged me, and I hope they, they kind of thought that out a little bit better in XCOM 2. So, hmm. I've never played an XCOM game. The originals are quite difficult. Um, they have that old-school gaming difficulty mixed with systems that are a little bit too in-depth for, for what they are. Like I, I remember playing the original XCOM and I was too young to understand what was going on, but I w- did get into a few battles and I remember you could even control like if they're kneeling or going prone in a turn-based um, strategy game. So like I remember that just being really clunky for the time, even just because there's so many buttons on the on the display and it's like if you don't have the manual next to you, you're not gonna know what any of this is. And I was a dumb kid, so it was very difficult for me to, <laughs> to understand what was going on. So, um, so that was X XCOM. Uh, and then the last two things I played were because of the steering wheel. I did try out, um, Euro trucks, Euro truck simulator. Here we go. However, it doesn't really have native support for a wheel. I mean, it does support that there's a wheel there, 
so it will just start working. However, like all the buttons need to be mapped and everything. And because in that game you're you're like hooking up trailers, so you need a button for that. You need um, to hook a, hook up a button for your windshield wipers and and, and all just all this stuff. Cruise control. Uh, I started really late, and I was like, you know, what? I'm too tired for this. I'll set it up later. <sighs> Plus, I was playing in VR, which makes navigating the menus very difficult. Uh, so I I will be playing that probably. It, it's a really good game if I want to just listen to podcasts which I had been doing with XCOM because I knew there wasn't going to be any story content I was missing. So I would just listen to some, um, mostly the Jim Quisition, uh, Jim Sterling's podcast. Um, Just because I was kind of curious as to what that would be like. (laughs) It's it's not as much of that. He doesn't play a character in that. His his views are still the same, but he's not as ridiculous. Um, I hate everything in your twat. (laughs) So the big thing I was looking forward to was Project Cars. I've had this game for a while. This was the big reason why I wanted to get the steering wheel. This game is like impossible to play with a with a controller. Um, it is it is possible, but it's almost impossible. Uh, so this game also has VR, which is why I wanted to try out the whole steering wheel VR combo, and it works good. Uh, it works pretty well. Uh, I have not played much of like the the career mode in it. I just have been hopping in cars and just kind of test driving them. Uh, and it, it works really, really well. The The feeling of the speed mixed with actually controlling the car with a steering wheel really makes your like it tricks your brain into think that you're thinking that you're driving. So when you like have to reverse or anything like that, it it makes your brain feel like you're moving backwards. And you kind of oh. you just have that realization where you're just like, I'm not actually moving. But my brain was kind of like, oh, my God, I'm moving for a second. And then you then you're OK again. Right. Right. Um, the big one I played, though, the one that I was uh, kind of just looking into because I, I unlocked this through a Humble Bundle thing was of, oh, of course Th- through a what? Humble Bundle Monthly, which <laughs> you can go to HumbleBundle.com and get $20 it's, off. Just remember, folks, it's not a what you play in unless Lucas says Humble Bundle. Well, see, that's the thing is I don't have to curate games myself anymore. I just let Humble Bundle do it. And for the most part, uh, there were a couple of months I was just like, Eh, I don't I don't really care. But uh, for the months that like next month's unlock <laughs> next month's unlock is Dark Souls 2, which, Ooh. you know, because I was like, oh, yeah. I got I got to beat Dark Souls 1 now because I've been looking to, to buy Dark Souls 2 anyway. In fact, I actually have another copy of Project Cars because of Humble, Humble Bundle Monthly. So it's not all roses. Um, I bought that game separately and now I have a, sap- a second copy. So if anybody wants it. Uh, I, I will be willing to give it to you because you're not technically supposed to sell those. You can gift them, but you can't sell them. Um, dirt Rally is the other. Well, Dirt Rally, like the name is Dirt, like Dirt, Dirt 2, Dirt 3. I think there was a Dirt Auto Cross or Truck something, Asphalt. Okay. I don't know. So Dirt Rally is kind of getting Dirt back to its, its roots of um, – that was my mouse randomly disconnecting, I, by the way. That's I been happening lately. Um, dirt Rally is getting its simulation roots back. So you, you're, you're doing uh, – they have dirt, uh, like actual just rally racing, which isn't really that big over here, but it definitely is big in um, Europe, I believe. Uh, you have rally. You have um, hill climb, which I've always enjoyed. I always thought that was pretty cool. Where, I mean, that's basically just rally, but you're on a hill. Like, you go up 
a mountain or whatever, go down a mountain or whatever. Uh, and then you have rally cross, which is different because you're racing against other cars. And rally ca- cross is weird because there's a thing called a Joker lap, which I didn't know what I didn't know what any of this was. I had to figure it out while I played. Uh, so the Joker lap is a lap that yeah, you have. That's news to me. I have no idea. I have never like heard of it before. So a Joker lap is a lap where you take an alternate route, which maybe it's my experience has been basically a freaking 90 degree turn that you have to take really slowly, but you only have to take it once in a, in a race. So, and you can choose when you do it. So like at the beginning of the race, if you're close to the Joker lap, um, entrance, you will, you like the voice over the radio will say you're really close to it. You might as well take it first lap, but you can also take it whenever you want. So, I, I didn't okay. know of this, and I I have been playing. So I played rally mode until I was bumped up from the open, which is basically anyone can compete, to the club sport, I think, or clubman, which is basically the next level up, like as you're leveling up in your career. But I wanted to try something different, so I tried rally cross, and I have never been so frustrated <laughs> in a racing game. I actually got pissed <laughs> at it last night so i uh, oh wow. i bought a car you have to buy a car to to get into so they give you your first one and then you have to buy the next car so you kind of choose your path so i chose to do rally cross and i bought just a beginner car i didn't want to get something too um advanced because i'm not ready to go fast yet because of the driving models very i mean you're driving on asphalt and stuff and trying to go yeah. 60 to 100 miles per hour so it's it's very slippery and I cannot get the hang of this whole, like, the the Joker lap throws me for a loop. I end up hitting a wall there half the time. And I can't seem to go as fast as the other cars. And they have the same car as I do. Um, So uh-huh. I was trying to play it last night. And I was tired. And I was doing better the night before when I was trying to do it. And... I just literally, I just got frustrated. I had to quit because it put me in a bad mood and that rarely happens. So I said, you know what? F this. I'm not playing this right now. Um, so I, and do you, do you play it? Can you play with inside the rift as well? Now that is something I didn't know. But when I started up the game, it said, we noticed you don't have your rift headset on your Oculus on. So, oh. And I was like, Oh snap. So this, this game is actually, I feel like, rift I feel like a racing well. game would work well because like, let's say if I was playing elite dangerous, there's like, 50 buttons you got to push yeah. on that game, you know, between your, all the controls, at least with the racing, a little more minimalistic. Yeah, you have a, the... A little. This has, um, basically, all I do is the two shifter paddles on the side of the wheel, which um, I want to get the shifter more than ever now because when you're playing rally racing, you have a tendency to really turn the wheel a lot, and those okay. paddles will reverse positions. So if I ever need to, to go into reverse when it's normally on the left side to downshift, it'll be on the right sometimes because I've turned the wheel so far. So that's been really frustrating. Whereas if you have a stick shift, you always know what, you know, what gear you're in or whatever, you know, where, where the gears are in relation to where the stick is. So that's been kind of a downfall of, uh, I've noticed that more in dirt rally because you do spin the wheel much more often than in project cars where you're more likely to be driving a formula one race car or something like that. Um, but I've been having fun with them. I will say that across all three games, the 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 an analogous ability of the the steering wheel against just flicking a thumbstick over to turn and having to like 
especially in um, Euro Truck Simulator, having to like kind of tilt it, like almost just keep notching it and then centering it over and over just to make a slight turn like that. Mm -hmm. The the, the nuance there is definitely much better with the steering wheel and the gas pedals and being able to um, control your speed more, more evenly and everything. So combined with the rift, it's a pretty awesome experience. I mean, it's, it reminds me of arcades. The only thing I'm missing and I will, and I will never have is the, the, like having the the car actually move, like the seat move. <laughs> yes, that, I, I was hoping you need like that the ar- arcade force feedback that was always like. Gum, 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 yeah, gum. yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> I mean, it is available, but you have to spend like a thousand dollars to to get it, and I would not do that unless I was like rich. And if just I was, feed, just don't feed Isaac for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and if I was rich, I would just go buy real cars and then race them as opposed to buying a rig that allows me to pretend like i'm racing so man can you i i i often sit back i shouldn't say often but every once in a while I'm like you know i wonder what it's like if i just had this ridiculous amount of money and just everything i ever wanted to do i could i would just i could just do you know yeah of course i don't i mean who travel have the suite set up oh my gosh and then then i get like then the the world cursed us with social media and it's like oh those things you want to do I'm this person doing them. You yeah. suck. Yeah, no like, kidding. Uh, but then you have to always remember, folks. You always remember that all everyone ever shares is only the cool things they're doing. That's right. So That's what's true. all the bad shit they're dealing with? Yeah, you don't know. You it's it's their. Um, I had a thought about that actually, completely tans- tangential about what you plan. No, that's what we do. That's it's, what we do here. My my theory is that the way that you act on social media is almost exactly the same way you act in a party. So if you're the type of person who posts all the cool things you're doing, you're also the type of person in a party who does all the, the ridiculous, like plays beer pong, does the upside down beer, um, uh, like from the keg stand. Um, yeah, you used to be, see, it doesn't always work because it doesn't really allow for the age difference of like, who you used to be as a younger person as opposed to an adult. But for the most part, like I take myself as an example, I barely, I don't really post much on social media unless I actually go out of my way to do it. Like yeah. I did with getting the steering wheel. I didn't post that on Facebook because the people on Facebook don't care. And yeah, on, I don't, I just I don't, don't know many post on Facebook that much anymore. Well, I don't know many gamers on there really, besides the people yeah. I already am talking to. Whereas at least in, on Twitter, you know, I have most of we have a lot of our audience listener uh, listeners who can relate to at least getting a new mm-hmm. piece of hardware that's gaming related. Uh, but other than that, like I keep to myself for the most part. And that's always how I've always been at parties, too. Like if I don't know anybody, I just I'm just like I pro- I should just go home now. I'm not going to yeah. have as much fun as these people. Um, so, yeah, that's my theory is like who you are on social media is kind of who you are. If I were to meet I you like at a party. That. I like that. Because either way, you're still putting out a face. Like, you could be miserable in real life, but when you go to a party, you feel like you have to be happy. Or you could be that yeah. person who is always miserable and then goes to a party yeah. and is also miserable. So, right. So if you're that person, you're making everyone else miserable and we're sad. So uh, Social media is very much the show and tell of of the world and much show, show, look at me. Notice me, senpai. <laughs> Notice me. That's true. And I – it depends on the frequency too. I don't mind people yeah. who show me things. It's just like 
are you showing me all the cool things you bought or just the stuff that you are really excited about? Like, I don't know. It, 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 the intent is hard to tell, but the frequency is a little bit easier to recognize. Like, oh, this person just wants a lot of attention. So I have a cool baby and I make beer videos. So suck it. That's true. That's true. It's okay to do. See, now I'm okay with family posts. Well, I've never really had any problem with it before, but I can relate at least now because I have a kid and you have a kid, so we can relate. Whereas before it was just like, oh, more family photos. Cool. That's what I guess that's what Facebook is for. Family photos and pictures of all the cool stuff you bought. Right. So. But those are that's that's everything. I I guess I should mention before we tangented before we break on through to the other tangential side. Yeah. Well, since we, we always like to break up the podcast right in the middle with an overclocked remix, now, now's the perfect time to do that because this is definitely not the middle any longer. No. But, hey, that's all right. We're going to have uh, to rethink, we're, we'll rethink our strategy one day. Maybe. Maybe. Can we carry on our streak of two weeks in a row without a Castlevania remix? Uh, I'm 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 thinking it depends on how much Castlevania is on the front page, and honestly, this front page has not really changed in quite some time. Ooh, I mean, honest, honestly, Ooh, they added two remixes today. Yeah, we have two Bloodborne, Blo- Bloodborne things by the same person. Uh, God, I feel like there's a crap ton of Undertale remixes. Them Und- must have a really popular soundtrack. It uh, I've played Undertale. Okay, I've played Undertale, and I, I I'm trying to beat it, and I wasn't going to talk about it until then. I honestly don't see what the big deal is. I mean, it, it's decent. It, it's not. <gasps> I know it's not bad, and I can see why people like it, but it has not drawn me to play it. Kind of like Arms for you, I guess. Uh, it has not drawn me to 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 beat it i have to go out of my way to do that and i will eventually but it is cute it's kind of funny and uh it does have a good soundtrack has an amazing soundtrack so very um reminds me of earthbound a little bit like if you were listening if you were hearing one of your favorite uh snes soundtracks for the first time kind of had that feel to it so but i I don't how do you want to how do you want to deal with this because these are do you want to see if we just happen with something new because there's a good chance yeah, you know what? Let's just see what happens. Okay. You know? There's a good chance we will be doing this over and over until... That's oh. all right. <laughs> Never mind. It came up with number two, which is Bloodborne. Uh, let's see. Well, it's three songs. Lady Maria of oh, the, class, uh, of the uh, Ash. I bet you it's symphonic. <laughs> Supersonic and symphonic. <laughs> yes. Beautiful, stark, gothic, classical. Well, gothic means it has an organ, in a, of course, because... Classical, dark, orchestral, piano, solemn, strings, tempo, slow. Which, I don't understand that, because if it's already like that, then how is it a remix if you're... Yeah, you know, if you're just... yeah. I mean, it is three I... songs put together, so maybe they, maybe thematically it is rearranged. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, either way, it's not something we've played before, and it's not Castlevania, so I guess you can't complain. All right, folks, our remix this week comes from Bloodborne. It's Germain and Maria. It's by Rotaka. Uh, for those unfamiliar, Bloodborne was released by uh, Sony on the PS4 in uh, 2015. Maybe it's German. German? German. Garmin. That could be. Uh, there's also features an additional game, Demon Souls, which was on 2009 on the PS3. Oh. So there you the go. Spiritual, so, 
This is a spiritual, spiritual successor, successor to a spiritual successor. So there you go. This is that remix, and you can find it and a couple more at ocremix.org. We'll play it. We'll come back, and the people will rejoice.
And that was your orchestral break. I hope you hated it. Maybe you enjoyed it. I don't know. Hey, it's all good. I that's ru- that's kind of rude, man. I hope you hated it. <laughs> hope it was awful for you. I hope you didn't like it and you deleted our podcast immediately. Uh, I kid, I kid. Welcome back. Anywho, first of all, we need to talk about next week. So we left it up to you, the community, to decide what Netflixation we would be watching. We gave you three options. We had Doctor Strange, Southpaw, and Dig Two Graves. And it was a resounding dominance that Doctor Strange, I don't remember the exact, I think it was at least 70% of the, 70% of the votes, Doctor Strange, and yes, we had more than three people vote. Doctor Strange is the winner, so we will be watching the Cumberbatch classic, Doctor Strange. Hubert Cumberdale. Before next episode. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> well, Hubert Cumberdale. Oh, God. Okay, first Rusty of all, if you haven't ever watched that, you do yourself a favor, pause this podcast right now and look up Salad Fingers. Salad Fingers. And this is why Lucas and I are what we are. I mean, <laughs> Do it. Do it. It tastes like a rusty spoon. Hold on, let me see. I got, I got, I, I want to do Keep a little YouTube. Oh boy, he's going to give you a sound clip. Oh, this is from the first one. It's so creepy. Hello. Watch it at night. You, you I have. I like rusty spoons. <laughs> I, I like voice. to touch them. <laughs> the feeling of rust. Against my salad fingers is almost <laughs> orgasmic. <laughs> I don't you, remember that. You have to remember mm-hmm. that somebody made this too, which is also yes. a little. Uh, how did we even watch? How did you? Newgrounds. I, I was huge into uh, Newgrounds, and that was on the front page yeah. back when, like Newgrounds had weird Pico stuff. School. Yeah, Pico School. Uh, back in, I mean, that was like high school days. Yeah. And then they then they found a way to. Um, block all of that because of course they did joe cartoon 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 so there you go um hold on i'm gonna sneeze and i'm back ah uh, so there we go dr strange we'll be watching dr strange for the next episode um so there you go i hope you enjoy it I, I don't know if you do because last time you wanted somebody to enjoy something you said i hope you hated it I, you know, I like to, I'm, I have issues, man. That's okay. Of comic books. <laughs> Get it. Oh, okay. So if again, uh, you know, thank you for everyone for the battle of the beer assist. The votes of And uh, shout out to, Sh- to Sean Capri being a cool kid and getting a mechanical keyboard. Um, you really, on, though, you really like that mechanical keyboard. I do. I do. You know, I will say it's harder now to kind of sift through our social media because, man, our, our, we're getting a lot of we're in a lot of conversations now on the old Twitterverse. We got people blowing us up all the time. We got we got Callow giving me crap because I can't drink whiskey, showing off his his fancy fancy stuff, and I'm just like, Ugh, I like water and beer. It is a, you, know? it, you gotta get it's a, it's a hard thing to get into. You, you know? really gotta force yourself, kind of like I coffee. I drink coffee, but I drink it black now because, yeah, you. I mean, you I dump it. a bunch of sugar in there, and it's like, look, going to a coffee shop and just trying to get anything other than just coffee. Whew, you might as well hey, get I, ice cream. I, I, I can't quite hear my Netflixation without. I mean, my uh, <laughs> I can't hear my community <laughs> grab bag without awesome community grab bag music. Oh shoot, you're right. Um, something's wrong here. 
There you go. That works. Um, I wanted to do great. Dr. Love by uh, Kiss, but I don't have it at the ready for uh, Dr. Strange. Uh, Graham reached out, said he has gone through a similar procedure as you, was also diagnosed with gallstones, right? This is what I... Mm, yes. That's what I remember seeing on the Twitter, so thanks for giving your, your sympathy to Lucas. I, I would assume that that surgery is not very in-depth. I, I imagine it's like a one-inch incision. They just take a little hook and pull as hard as they can until it pops and comes out. But uh, why, don't just, why don't you just get a Prince Albert done while you're at it? <laughs> you know, what if I already have one? With a fish get hook. another one? Um, oh, my wife's uh, mother, my mother-in-law, had her gallbladder out, but hers was because... It didn't. She My, didn't have uh, gallstones. She had. There was this. I, she said there was this breakfast cereal that had some thing in it that would not. It wouldn't pass, and it got stuck in her gallbladder. I don't know if that's even possible, but that's what she that's said. Called, they're not called crunch berries or nothing. It's oat bran. <laughs> uh, Dan Anthony striking out with his usual awesome news. Oh, fuck! Supposed to drive back at your house alone and found this bear over here inside. Yeah. What's your first move? song request and he linked to a ktvu article bear breaks into colorado home plays piano <laughs> well um, what song yeah, he's, did he he's, play, on, he's on the piano so okay if the bear was there inside what would my first move i would shit my pants second but if i had to make a song request well i think i'd have to play like uh uh, maybe some Red Skeleton music, you know? That's Yakety... Isn't that Yakety Sax? Uh, oh, but they know. use it on Red... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm young. I don't know this old stuff. Second oh. request would be Mario Piano, like the, that one that one kid did when he played Blindfolded. <laughs> Mario, uh, Mario 2. The... Oh, Callow also said that his wife got it. Her gallbladder removed, and it's a pretty smooth process. But you've talked about how you assumed it was a really smooth surgery. I would assume so. Back in, I mean, you get it on your lunch hour and then you're back at work. Because <laughs> yeah. nowadays you're not even allowed to take time off without getting scolded. I would, well, obviously for me, if a bear was in my living room, I would high five it and we would become a tag team champion because Ooh. we fight like a bear and we become tag team champion well. comrade. I can see that. I can see that. Obviously. You would be good. You would be good at that. Uh, Siri gave us... Well, first was amazed that we hadn't watched Doctor Strange yet. And then... Well, because um, we're bad at doing things we like. Yeah. Now we never see... I, I will never see new movies again. <laughs> That's true. Um, and she just watched... Uh, she just listened to... As of eight hours ago today, I listened to our last episode and just wanted to throw out that Southpaw is so good. Dust Five good. O's. And make sure you have a box of tissues on hand. So. Oh gosh, better not be about his kid or something, because <laughs> oh, you God, know that's gonna get me. I'm done. I'm I done. cry about so, everything now. Yeah, I have, so I have that's, emotions. That's the uh, that's the gist of uh, of our grab bag. You know, again, we had it was great to actually have we put a poll out there and we got responses. Cause that's always scary because it's like ah. Oh, we have listeners according to statistics, but maybe they are Chinese gold farmers in disguise. Chinese gold farmers in disguise. That doesn't really go. I don't know. So there you go. That's the grab bag, man. Oh, well, I mean, the bag has there's been not grabbed. A whole lot. There's, there's not much else we can do here. 
I mean, the decision is clear. If you want to give hopefully... us, if you want to give us a list of impersonations that we have in, in impressions that we have to do at the end of every show, then now uh, maybe that we'll work. Be, that would be really funny, actually. Send I in your submissions. Wanna <laughs> I want to see what we get. Yes, please do. So. And we'll spin the wheel. We can spin the wheel. It'll be a dual function now because we can spin to see what we have to do. So we, it'll be like that one skit on Jimmy Fallon that he does, where they have to do the impersonation, but then they have to do a, like they have a specific task of the impersonation. Sure, except for so yes, do, except for it won't be rigged, and they won't have just we won't choose it ahead of time like they do. Yeah, Lucas, Jason, how come all your impersonation said was you have to do William Shatner, Christopher Walken, and George Lucas? That's not that's, really fair. That's all of them. Somebody's got. gonna just that's pick not, something like really good. random. Or, or like a silent character. Uh, do, are there? Oh, do uh, Gordon from do Half-Life. Helen Keller. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was gonna just keep going with it, but it's better I don't. I was. I, why do you? Why do you always have to say something offensive? Every hey, at least I didn't. I'm not accidentally racist this episode. And then I'm like, Lucas, you need to delete all this stuff because I said <laughs> stupid stuff. You again. guys should hear all the. I go through and just erase all the. All the racism that Jason says. <laughs> Zach, oh, that, that is not true. Person. That's not true. I don't. Just that. Oh, uh, anyway. Anywho, now that we've we've clicked the awkward check mark for awkward finish, uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for coming back. Reach out to us on social media. Like us on the things. Give us some feedback. Give us an iTunes review. And more importantly, give come us back money next week. Oh yeah. And, yes, give us money and come back next week for another episode. Oh, fuck, I suppose. Good day!